0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sunday edition of Housing Information. You can trust right here for the next two hours on AM 760 WJR. My name is Ken Calverly. I am the outside guy.
1: Good morning, Chuck Bridenstine, the inside guy. We're home. We're home. We're home. Feels good, doesn't it? You know, it's funny. You, I don't know if you can appreciate this as a listener on the radio, but we love doing the remotes. We always meet great people, see great venues. We'll talk about a great drive up M15 yesterday. But we just love doing the show here,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. Anyone that we've been to lately, don't take that personally, no, please.
1: Not but in any this, way. This is like, ah. Uh, yeah. Let's do, do what we do. We can do, yeah. And we can make it. A little more listener centric. We had some great information yesterday and some great people. Vassar Building Center, man. It, it, I was last in there at a different location twenty some years ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize what a beautiful city. if that was closer. As it was we'd go spend some money, right? I did. But <laughs> but they, they had hunting equipment. That's what I spent my oh, money on. <laughs> oh that's a great if you and, and M fifteen I think is a beautiful fall drive. If you just have nothing to do, the roads are good.
0: Not as pretty as it used to be, no. but it's a beautiful drive. Because it's now, if you go far enough I up, you see all those ugly wind
1: turbines out in the out in the on oh, the point. fields, and I can't stand seeing those. Don't go past Vassar. I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah. M15 basically runs to about Clarkson from between Clarkson and Bay City. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh right. Yeah, it runs to Clarkson and Bay City. Yeah. Yeah
1: and used to drive it a lot it had been a long time since i've been on it uh, but it's 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 worth it it's just a nice drive and the fact that there isn't you're not fighting traffic and worried about dying north and south
0: <laughs> one lane each way it is so pretty um, i tell you i almost got creamed on my motorcycle years ago going down that road
1: but you know, a guy that actually lost his life there in yeah. goodrich oh really really He was being stupid what's that he was being stupid. Oh, okay. I've not that, that, that he deserved yeah. to die. I won't do
0: that on a motorcycle, but.
1: Yeah. He did that on a motorcycle, and it was a big ride, and he was at the back of the pack, and he sped up to catch him and hit the back of a vehicle and lost his life. Uh, Jeez. But, hey.
0: I was almost taken up by a car going across on 15 My
1: wife and I riding and did not
0: even see us. I actually had to go into the other lane. Luckily, no oncoming cars.
1: Aren't you reminded on the two lanes? Yeah. Yeah. Of all the potential for driveways, other roads. Yep.
0: You know, and that's why, I think, same reason you sold it. it, It's just my head got tired of being on that swivel constantly while I was riding my bike, and I couldn't relax like I wanted to. relax. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yesterday was relaxing. Gosh, that was a
0: pleasant drive. (laughs) I'll be good on (laughs) motorcycles.
1: Hey, we've got a good show. We're going to be taking your calls. We're going to open the phone lines. We're going to be talking to Sharon's uh, Heating, Ventilating, and Cooling, which is a very timely thing.
0: We'll be begging for food. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pete, Pete's pretty good too. We'll be begging. Yeah, next we're we'll gonna be begging for food for next Saturday, right? Yes, yes. We're gonna be with the Sheena family, who we have come to know and love. They are just—I mean—they have great product and a great business, but more than that, they're just a really good family they are good group of people they absolutely are so that'll be fun we'll be there next week uh saturday for the food drive and they also last year they put out a bunch of really good food so we're going to invite our listeners to show up there with food we are. food we are right on
0: Haggerty road just south of pontiac trail
1: real easy to get to very easy and to i'm and when i say that you know You know, it's got to be halfway true because I'm directionally challenged. Yes, I'm. I'm a curmudgeon when it comes to driving (laughs) places anymore.
0: We'll also have some tickets. We're going to be giving away for in two weeks the Novi Home Show. Yeah. So stick around to the top of the next hour. We'll give away some tickets for
1: that. And we're going to be talking to Jason from Douglas Water later on. We're going to give you an option on your water treatment systems because the metro area is so huge.
0: We have another great team partner to introduce to you, which is Douglas Water. We've got a lot to do. We do. Very little time. We do. So normally, by this time of the year, at least most of the years in the past, many, many people out there have turned the furnace on by now. And I don't think anyone's out there. I mean, very, very few people have probably turned them on so far, which is great because it That's saves, was saves beautifully, money. beautifully cool, right? clear. It
1: was. To the moon. Yeah, this Moon. You see, it's morning too. Yep. It's huge this morning. Yeah, above the building. Yeah. In, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, be, because no one's turning on their furnace, we're saving some money. But we got a beautiful week coming up. Actually, it just looks like it's going to be an a Indian summer for the next week. And then next weekend, when we're here, it's going to shut down. You're going to work on your tan this so, week. <laughs> <laughs> so, if i see if I can get another wrinkle in my skin. Is that <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. So, This is the week that you need to pay some attention to your heating and cooling system, okay, because chances are you're going to turn the cooling system on on Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe tomorrow, and then turn the heat system on just a few days later, which is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So let's take a few minutes and talk about that, make
1: sure you are prepared for that. Well, we're going to be talking to Pete from Sharon's. There you go. So that'll help, but... As long as you brought it up, <laughs> let me mention our ex-governor, Granholm, who's now oh, an do you energy to? guru. You, oh, yeah, because she has so
0: much experience with energy, doesn't she? How did
1: she get in that position? Give me a I don't know, but I got to say, I please, our listeners, don't fall for what you're hearing. They are <laughs> trying to push through mandates, and parts of California have already done this, to electrify, get rid of gas everything gas water heaters gas stoves make you put a 95% efficient furnace in your home which there's there's a place for those but every home doesn't need them no
0: and we answer that question a lot
1: yeah and I'm telling you if these laws pass the furnaces alone will go up in price 25 30% cuz they'll have to retool uh, they'll have to get rid of all their tooling for the anything less than that And for the increased demand for the high-efficiency units, they'll have to retool. I guarantee you there is no return on investment in a house, not unless you're the third owner after 40 years, really.
0: So there's no mandates right now to make our heat or no potential mandates to make our heat all electric at this point. But if they get everything... Oh, there is. Well, I know the stove... But you're saying oh, furnace? Yeah. yeah, okay. So but if they get all this passed, it's gonna be it's going to be a matter of time That'll before be a new extent. construction will have to be all electric
1: heat. And I'm telling you, electricity electric electricity is magic. Everybody all you do is plug something in in a wall and you get power. So it's invisible and it seems clean because you don't see any soot, you don't see any flame, you don't see any dirt, but I'm telling you. For it to get to that receptacle, a whole bunch of stuff has to happen for those wind turbines. You and I have done a study on the life cycle of the materials that it takes to assemble the parts and then manufacture them and then ship them and then build them on site and then maintain them for a single wind turbine. And it's phenomenal. (laughs) It's not green, it's not zero carbon. Oh, there, you gosh. would not see. What? I'm sorry, I'm ranting. It's
0: okay. You, it's okay. You're allowed to start your show. You would not see a wind turbine or a um, solar field anywhere if it wasn't for the government giving money to have it done. This isn't This isn't wow. private money being spent. There's That's private good. money. If it wasn't for the government spending the money, you would not
1: see any of that stuff. That mandate for 95% efficiency is scary. But hey,
0: we're going to continue this discussion, and we're <laughs> going to take your phone calls at 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888-654-4897.
1: Well, you'll never hear us argue that every building needs a great roofing system, And a company that understands the system of roofing and will provide you with an awesome warranty after they do a great install.
2: Right now, it's pretty quiet on our roads, but a reminder that at Comerica Park, our Tigers taking on the Guardians the first pitch at 310 this afternoon, so expect heavier traffic around the ballpark as a result, and go Tigers! I-75 northbound shut down between M8, the Davison, and 8 mile. 75 southbound also closed between 696 and 8 mile all due to weekend work. And I'm Lorna Stevens for WJR, traffic and weather first. There will be some areas of
0: fog to start off October on this Sunday during the afternoon sunshine at a high of 78 and then a clear sky tonight with a low of 59, sunny and a little bit warmer tomorrow with a high of 81. From the Weather Channel, I'm meteorologist Jeff Marr on 760 WJR where Michigan comes to talk.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being. Well, this phone lines are open for the next few minutes before we take a phone call from a, a great team partner at ten thirty. Eight 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 six five four guys partner. Let me ask you, okay, if somebody called you, the market's good, you're still doing brickwork, and it says to you, Ken, I got all the bricks, I got the mortar, I got the sand, I got I got the, the flashing cards, I got everything you'll need, the brick ties, the wall ties. I just want you to give me a labor bid on, inst- on building that chimney for me. What's your response?
0: Okay. You liar.
1: <laughs> no, <hold laughs> it. You used, no, you used the wrong example because your example
0: is done all the time, if you think about it, with builders, right? It is. it is. Okay, so what Chuck just described is something builders do all the time. When you go to brick up a new house or a new building, builders supply all the material. However, if you're a homeowner and you come and say that to me, It's a lot different story. It's a lot different story.
1: Heck of a different story. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know if a builder does it, he's going to spec everything out, so I'm not going to have any issues. I'm going to go there, and I'm going to – because he doesn't want any issues. Homeowner's not going to do that. We get this all the time. I mean, all the time. I bought these. Who can install them? Got all the stuff. You just need somebody to put them in. And Chuck and I will never be rude. Never. But it's like nobody. (laughs) Because nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that. When If I'm a contractor and you ask me to come over and, uh, let's see, put new lights up on your house, new new exterior lights, garage, and all that stuff, I want to put the lights up that, of course, you want to style, but I know they work. This is a company. They're more expensive lights. So many people go out there and buy the cheapest thing they find. Let's say I put them up, then one of them doesn't work.
1: What if you open a box and there's apartments? In? There you go. There you go. If you pick that fixture up from your electrical supplier, you're an electrician, then it's between you and the supplier to get the right part and make it work for the homeowner. Right. If the homeowner picked it up and you opened their box and there's a piece missing, now what do you do?
0: You send the homeowner up to the hardware store.
1: But do you twiddle your thumbs down and wait for them to come back? As I'm getting paid?
0: Yeah. That, they're uh, not going to pay you extra. Wait a minute. you can
1: charge them extra hours for that? Bye. <laughs> bye. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime I'm on your job,
0: I'm going to charge you extra. Now, there are some handyman companies that will do what we just said. Sure. Okay? But they are going to have a clause that if any reason they get shut down, you're still paying them.
1: Because the materials aren't right. They're right. not there. There's missing pieces. There's whatever.
0: And, and homeowners need to respect that. I mean- Unfortunately, so many don't, and we see that you name the the uh, trade, whether it's hairdressing or doctors, people cancel an appointment literally minutes before. Yeah. Even though that doctor put that time or that hairdresser put that time aside for them, it's extremely frustrating. So they need to expect the same thing back. If I'm a contractor, I'm
1: putting that time away for you, I want to get paid. You and I have talked in the past. I think We've actually written in the Detroit News, so maybe it's time we do this again. Uh, bringing your own lettuce to the restaurant for your salad, <laughs> you know, or what? Can you imagine walking into the doctor's office with your own set of syringes? Yeah, I want you
0: to use these sutures. Yeah, for, you,
1: you're gonna do a blood draw on me today. I brought my own uh, bag of equipment. I got a deal. With. I read on the internet <laughs> this is the best one. <laughs> they're gonna laugh their tails off and say, "Get that out of here!" Right? We're not gonna use it, and they're gonna cite a law or whatever, which I'm good with. <laughs> That says they can't do it. Don't expect that in the building industry. There, all you do is open yourself up to finger pointing, extra money. It rarely saves you a nickel. you usually you're right. costs you, you're and right. unless it's nineteen, what did I say? Eighty two was the absolute bottom in my experience. You're not going to get good people for that. It's so hard to get. Because they've, they can go somewhere else where it's the way it should be. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, it does disappoint me, Chuck, that you can find two of the best shingle shingles out there at big box stores. Yeah, you just told me about that last week. I think it's at Depot, and it's a certain is at Lowe's, if I believe right. Solitex is handled by somebody. Mm. I don't know, but I, I, I don't understand why they would want homeowners putting their products on, because here's what's going to happen as a company. <sighs> A homeowner's going to put a product on, thinking they've got a great warranty. Something's going to go wrong. And that homeowner's going to talk terrible about that company for the next 30 years. I know. I, I don't like that.
1: And it's no longer just shingles. It's a system. Yes. Yeah, Our roof uh, designs have become so complicated. in our lifestyles, we're sealing up everything below that roof in the house. There's just too much risk. It, it's not worth
0: it. Here's a great example. You go to one of these um, club stores, Sam's, and they sell a Generac generator, a, a 10-watt oh. Generac generator. And you say, you know what, that's a, that's a great deal. I'm getting that. Then try to call companies like Oak, <laughs> Lake Point, Bratcher, IBEW. They're going to say, no, I'm sorry. I can't put a warranty behind that. You may be able to get your cousin's, cousin's brother's sister's uncle to come over and install it.
1: But do they know how dangerous that is if they install that wrong? And will the warranty from the manufacturer actually even apply if a non-certified technician installs it and works on it? There you go. You brought up another point that I wanted to hit. Ah, Man, it's scary stuff. You call Oak or Nika, and you leave a message. So maybe you're calling them today, Sunday. Maybe they're not open today. I'm not open today. A lot of our people are not open today. <laughs> and you leave a message, and then you expect a return call and don't get it. Call them Monday through Friday. They have people. They're going to take your call. I'm right. not going to deal with them. They didn't return my call. It's like, why are they returning your call in the first place? Good point.
0: I, You know, you, you and I could go back and forth on this. I used to be a guy that I'll call you. I want to talk to a live person. I will purposely call on a weekday because I'd rather not leave a message anywhere. I'm a
1: person to person. Yeah, me
0: too. Yep. But if I call you and let's say I talk to a person, they say, "Yeah, we'll get back to you, Ken," and I never hear from them,
1: I'm never going to call them back. That's yeah. different. I agree. I wouldn't argue that point. That is so hard, and I don't disagree with that. Small companies fight with that. Yes, as you know,
0: because yeah. I feel like I've asked you once to I've asked you once. Yeah. To be your customer and you myself. don't care. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about when I when I talk to companies on the phone, like let's say I got a bill I gotta deal with. And I'll I'll say to the person on the phone, I am working too hard to be your customer. Yeah.
1: You know? This is crazy. It, it is crazy. Yeah. And you
0: want that customer experience to be the absolute best, best it can be.
1: Yeah, I agree. So if if you're looking for somebody, call them during their office hours. And if you have to sit and hold half an hour, do it. Because it's better than the three hours you'll spend trying to find somebody else. Right. Right. You know?
0: And if they're an inside-outside guy's team partner or referral, yeah. we do not refer anybody lightly. We will not refer anybody if we think there's a chance they're not going to call you back. Yeah. Period. This won't, know, happen. won't happen. your business. Like yeah. MacFarlane Painting. You know, they do so many different things when it comes to handyman services and painting People might get that. So I, I referred them for handyman. That's long ago. Someone sent back, "Well, they're a painting company." No, they're not. They're a paint. They are a painting company, but they also are a handyman company. And do us a favor. Trust our referral.
1: Exactly, I agree with you. So if you need any, any upgrades in your house on the stairway, the balusters, the kitchen cabinets, the doors, or you need the house painted. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. We're looking forward to a call from a new team partner that we wanted to introduce you to. But you know what? We should give away some tickets to the home show before we forget because knowing you and I, so if you caller number 9 at 800-859-0WJR, which is 0957, you can win four tickets to the Novi Home Show October 13th through the 15th at Suburban Collection Showplace. So call now. Be caller number nine. Excellent.
0: Excellent. Excellent. On the phone with us right now, we have Mr. Jason Tiefenbeck. Tiefenbeck, I know I messed that up, Jason. I apologize. From Douglas Water Conditioning. Are you on with us, Jason? How are you guys? Good, sir. Do me a favor. I apologize. Beck, can you pronounce your last name for us? It is Tiefenbeck. He nailed it.
1: I I thought you nailed it, too. I wasn't going to say anything because I'm Bridenstine. Everybody messes up Bridenstine.
0: Wow, I nailed it. That's cool.
1: (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Jason, how are things
0: over at Douglas Water Conditioning, my friend?
3: They're great, actually. We have a great company here. We have been supporting the local community since 1968. So we're happy to be able to provide a service that can help everybody. You know, everybody puts water in their body. It's probably the biggest thing we consume as individuals. So I'd say, uh, you know, we're living life. So
1: tell us what all you do. I'm sorry, Ken.
3: Oh, so we do water treatment systems, you know, reverse osmosis, uh, water softeners, iron filtration, odor removal. We do bottle water delivery, salt delivery. So we're kind of a turnkey service for the community. Have you got systems Uh, that will get rid of PFAS? We do, actually. Uh, We were the first uh, local dealer to offer a reverse osmosis system that was... NSF forty two and fifty three certified to reduce PFAS, so uh, we can claim that.
0: So tell us about Douglas Water. Justin, you're your two years younger than I am. Wow! Who started? Who, who's, who's, <laughs> who started the company? So and, uh, old. Just Tell us a little bit about the history, please.
3: <laughs> yeah, so uh, we've been around since nineteen sixty eight. Probably been doing it before that. But Doug Lanny was the original owner of the business. That's where the name comes from, Douglas Water. Um, He started selling salt and uh, doing water softener service out of his truck Uh, back then. We bought our location in Waterford in the early 70s, and that's kind of our flagship store. Um, You know, we have over 50 employees. Um, The big thing for us, now we have three locations, but the big thing for us is just taking care of the customer. I mean, we're all consumers, right? So we all have to... Count on these contractors to come in and and be ethical and do their job, be reliable, provide that service, um, and trust that we're getting what we're paying for. So, um, And that's where we built the business on, was the backbone of, you know, service is our specialty. So, you know, for us, it's it's all about taking care of the customer and, um, you know, expanding into other areas in the local greater Detroit area, uh, including northern Michigan now, too, which we have our Traverse City location. So...
1: Wow, Trevor City. So is the big differentiator there between your company and these national companies that are everywhere? And, you know, they have these huge ad campaigns on TV and print and all this stuff. Is the big differentiator the high touch, the service?
3: Well, it comes down to that. It really does. It's all about the experience when you have that moment in the home with the customer. You know, what kind of people are you hiring? Um, What kind of service are they providing to that consumer? And so these big national brands, um, you know, there's some big names out there, Culligan and Connecticut. And, you know, we're Echo Water uh, dealership certified, so we have our territory. But uh, Echo Water has been around since 1925, you know, so we're coming up on 100 years here. And um, they're the largest manufacturer of water treatment systems in the world. You know, they're all made in America and um, everything's based out of Woodbury, Minnesota. So, you know, we buy American, we sell American, and, you know, we, we, we're proud to say that, but it, it comes down to the personal touch that you give that consumer. When you call us, you get a live person on the phone, and um, you'll get that personal touch in the home.
0: So, Jason, your three locations are Waterford, Fenton, and Traverse City. What, um, what is your area that you will cover if I'm a homeowner in uh bay city will you guys come up and take care of me there we will (laughs) unfortunately
3: um my partners are pretty aggressive and uh you know we'll take (laughs) areas that you know we normally don't service but you know we're trying to grow and we're expanding especially in that northern northeastern area we want to get out towards like leonard michigan and you know that's an that's the next growth area for us but traverse city was kind of a anomaly but why not right we have a lot of people that live down in southeastern michigan that have a second place or um you know know people up in that area so it it makes sense because they know the name douglas water conditioning and and so i will cover all the way out as far as lansing uh all the way down south as far as probably taylor you know right near the border maybe of ohio so um, we go pretty far, um, but it has to make sense too, right? You want to grow with for the everybody, so right,
1: right,
0: right. That's
3: a big. Uh, exactly. So, what does
1: somebody do if they think they need your services?
3: What would somebody do? Yeah, um, how would they get over? They, they can visit our website, uh, find us on Facebook. Um, you know, give us a call. I mean, the phone numbers are on our website. Um, we do a lot of charitable donations as well organizations we support a lot of local community stuff sponsor baseball teams you'll see our name you'll see our number you'll see our website um you know just give us a call hopefully this interview here and all the listeners on the radio right now will 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 get to know us a little bit but um you know they can find us online i think that's the best way do just do a search for water treatment in michigan and we should show up you know, so I would say, you know, do your research, too, because I want to make sure anybody that a customer is looking for is, you know, WQA certified like we are, you know, with certified water specialists on staff. You know, we're also a licensed plumbing contractor. We have a master plumber on staff. So, you know, we try to do all the right things to make sure that homeowner, that consumer feels comfortable with us and then making the right decision. You know, check your Google reviews. um, You know, those are really big these days, especially with the younger consumers. So, um, you know, just do your research and give us a call, and we'll be happy to help.
0: Jason, you're doing a great job talking about your company. Um, And the proofs in the pudding, like you said, since 1968, we see your trucks all over the place. If somebody suspects they may have a – or they smell a bad smell or maybe a little something tastes wrong in their water, they call you, do they bring the water to you? If so, how do they bring it to you, and will you test it? Is there a cost to test it?
3: Yeah, so that's a good question actually. Um we do in house testing, uh free water analysis in the home. Just give us a call. We'll come out. I think the best place to start is in the home, you know, so we can look at the situation that you're currently in, what your plumbing like, what kind of systems do you currently have. Um, You know, if you can't do that, then bring the sample into the office. Uh, Just a simple water bottle rinsed out, grab it from your kitchen tap, uh, grab a sample from your outside spigot so we can get a baseline, what's coming from the well and what's coming to the house. I can compare both. I do testing for pH, alkalinity, nitrates, nitrites. Uh, We do iron testing for ferric and ferrous iron. Uh, total dissolved solids and then hardness so that gives me a really good baseline of where you are now and what can we do to help so um, whether we're coming to the house for free with a free home water analysis or whether you're bringing the sample in and we're testing it in the store for free it takes about five minutes in the store bring a sample in and then you know we'll see where we're where we're at at that point
0: the few things you just mentioned I don't think any of those are terribly harmful, but what are some of the, the concerns that you are looking for? Uh, maybe um, harmful things to people in their water.
3: Well, you mentioned PFAS earlier. So that's the alkyls. Um That's the big emerging contaminant in the water industry right now. I think we're finding more and more in community water supplies and even private water supplies than, that we were expecting. And so, Regulation standards are, are tightening down on this. I just attended a conference that this was a big uh, a big topic. And I had uh, Tanya Lubner from the Water Quality Association. She's the director. Uh, speak about perfluoroalkyl, So PFAS and PFOAs. Um, those are big contaminants that are byproducts of substances we use every day. Scotchgard, you know your firefighting foams, and they're becoming more and more prominent in these community water supplies and the standards are becoming lower and lower on what's acceptable so that's the big buzzword right now the other thing is arsenic you know we have a big plume of arsenic in the as we head towards the thumb of michigan so i think that's in the groundwater it's popular um for people to get that tested and we do that testing as well
0: Jason, you did a great job representing your company and telling everyone about your company. Locations Waterford Fenton, Traverse City, Ann Arbor. Phone number 248 363 8383 or go to douglaswater.com. And of course, you can always find them at the theinsideoutsideguys.com. Jason, thank you so much for coming out with us today, sir.
3: Thank you for having me. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Thanks, have great, Jason. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Well, Thank you. We get questions all the time about standby generators, Chuck. What's the best standby generator? And our answer is whoever the best company is to install that generator. And
1: warranty. And warranty. And warranty that. You want a complete turnkey install. You want them to supply and specify the
0: generator. 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888 654 4897 Phone lines are open. Give us a call with any and all of your housing questions.
1: Well done. Actually, uh, it was nice talking to Jason. Wasn't enthusiastic on a Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah, he should be his day off. He's well hydrated this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. And I want to remind everybody, we're going to be talking to the owner of Sharon's at a uh, little after eleven. Long-time team partner has yeah.
0: taken so much great care of our listeners over the years, and that's that's all we can ask from these companies, right? Is that they go to the inside outside yeah. guys, referral, um, take care of take care of those people. That's our requisite. That's our requisite. Absolutely. Take good care of, the, of these people. <laughs> that's Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. We were touching on uh, earlier. We were touching on a possible mandate that you said is coming down the line that says. Everyone will need a 95% furnace. No, everyone will be mandated. So if you literally have a 600-square-foot house.
1: You're building a small, I know a guy, you and I know a guy that's doing that, building a very small house.
0: And if they wait long enough, he's going to have to put a 95. What will that add to the cost of that house?
1: It's way and, too much. And again, prices are going to go up now. Right. I don't know if right. we're bringing this up with Pete or not because it's not yet law. It's it's proposed law. But the return on investment is not there in a lot of homes. It is for some. Right. So you and I will say in some homes maybe you need an 80 or an 85. In some homes you need a 95. But it shouldn't be that you – the consumer should be able to make the choice is the bottom line. It shouldn't yeah. be mandated. Absolutely. Now, and we tell people that all
0: the time, you know, you probably would be good with a, an 80% or you only need 80%. What would be some of the uh, different, differentiators of someone who, an 80% to a 95% in your opinion?
1: Uh, part of it is cost, certainly, and return on investment. You and I look at that and, and you know what, we're allowed to talk about cost because the government constantly talks, this is going to save you billions of dollars. So, so we're allowed to call them on it. So we're allowed to call them on it. Um, the average heating bill in Michigan is around eight hundred bucks a year, a year, a year for a residential use. There. That's the
0: average. Wow. That's the average. Wow.
1: Obviously, some are a lot higher than that. Some are lower. Mine are a lot higher than that. Yeah. <laughs> so if you go from eighty to ninety-five percent, you're saving fifteen percent theoretically. Fifteen uh, percent of eight, one and a half times eight is twelve. That's one hundred twenty bucks a year. And you spend an extra 1500 bucks for the higher efficiency furnace. How long does it take you to save 120 bucks a year and make up that $1,500 investment? Now, everybody says, yeah, but the price is going to keep going up. Yes, it will. But that's today's dollars that you're investing. That's not 10-year-old dollars. That's today's <laughs> dollars you're investing.
0: And according to your math, there could be a good chance that that furnace could be obsolete by the time they make that money back. In other words, what's exactly. the average life of a furnace nowadays? Who
1: knows? Gosh. 10 to 15 years if yeah, you're lucky. Boy, good point. Sadly. Yeah, good yeah. point.
0: And if I have a 600 square foot home, don't tell me I've got to put a 95% furnace in there. Exactly. An 80%. Give me a 60%. I'll whatever I want to,
1: right? If it, That's safe. And, yes. And, and if it's comfortable... If you're comfortable uh, with 80, uh, they're all going to have the new ECM motors, which I I'm an advocate of. I like them. They basically uh, what electrically commutated motor ECM, which is irrelevant, but it runs on DC current. Right. It effectively Lost runs expenses. on. expensive. So, and they're going to be a lot cheaper to run, regardless. Which we like, and we like the fact that you can that they're multi-stage. The, those are typically at least a two what we call a two-stage motor. I know the terminology isn't technically correct, sure. but it will not run pedal to the metal every single time that furnace kicks on, right? Which you and I love, right? It's a great concept, it makes sense. So, long story short, you're going to have that anyway, no matter what efficiency you buy, and you can buy upgraded motors, which again, in some houses, some- yeah. Commercial applications, there's certainly a need for, but it shouldn't be, should not be a mandate, shouldn't right. be. Right. I just don't believe in
0: it. Well, I mean, we look at the the water heaters oh, that, gosh. that they they mandated. It had to be well, ten years ago now. That was a while ago. That you've I, gotten a lot older. I know that everything had to be a high efficient water heater. Basically, all you do with that water heater is made it bigger and put some more insulation in it and charge more for it. <laughs> and, and and the the life expectancy of these things, because of all these new high-tech gadgets they're putting in, they they just don't last like they used to. It's a shame. It really is. It's, it's absolutely not right.
1: I told you um, uh, one of my vehicles is a 2019. I bought brand new, and I baby mine, as you know. And... I went to have a fluid change on the transmission Yeah, and found out that I have to pay an expert to do it because I can't access it, and I don't have the equipment to do it. Right. Okay, so i got to pay an expert to do it. The fluid is extremely pricey, which is fine. If it works, if it lasts, I'm okay with that. But my technician found out when they dropped the pan to replace the filter, They had to go buy a new combination pan and filter because it's like one unit. So, A, I had to pay more for that. Okay. If it works, I'm good with that. But what happens to that old pan, which is still good, the old pan? There are so many examples
0: of this confusing backwards technology costing you money. I told you about time. I had a 2012 F-350 that got 18 miles to the (laughs) camels. I remember that. I get rid of it. I get a, I'm sorry, that one was 2005. I got rid of that and got a 2008. Well, what was really cool is it didn't blow the black smoke out anymore, okay, which is annoying. Anyone's ever got behind one of those vehicles hates the black smoke. But because it didn't put that black smoke into the atmosphere, <laughs> it stopped getting the 18 miles an hour and dropped down to 12 miles, <laughs> miles per gallon. I'm sorry, per gallon. And they don't tell you that when you buy it. No. So once I pull out of there, I, f- I figure, hey, the environment's better. So come on. Using more gas, using more oil, is it really better? I mean, some of the stuff is just back ass words. Well,
1: again, think of life cycle, too, because that stuff the minerals have to be mined. They're transported (laughs) and taken to a manufacturing plant. The part has to be shipped and stored and installed, and then the old part has to be gotten rid of. There's more to it than what we all think. Yeah. I was lucky enough uh,
0: last week to go to a wonderful lady, Mrs. Brown, in Detroit or by Detroit Golf Club. She has a lovely daughter. <laughs> Any anyway, a lot of people don't understand what that means, Chuck. But <laughs> she had Atlas Home Improvement out to do her gutters, then her gutter guards. And she loved them so much, they came and redid her kitchen. She loved it so much, they're now working on her bathroom. Atlas Home Improvement, more than anything else. Wants to make, wants to thrill their customers when they are done. We see it all the time. If you're thinking about new kitchen, new bathroom, new gutters, you want to think Atlas.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. Phone lines are going to be open, but we're going to first talk to a guy that's going to educate us on. Heating systems in particular, heating, ventilating, and air conditioning.
0: Yeah, if you haven't done it yet as a homeowner, you will be doing it probably by this time next week. That's turning your furnace on for the first time. And Do you think this time it's supposed week? to be
1: getting cold next week this time. You said it's supposed to dive Saturday?
0: Yeah, it's supposed okay. to dive next Friday or Saturday uh, from the 80s down. So if you haven't done it yet, which most people have... You're going to be doing it. You might smell a little something weird when, when you first turn it on. And we asked Mr. Pete Cavarelli from Sharon's Heating and Air Condition to come on with us and help, uh, help you, the listener, take a look at your system and what you might need to know once you turn that system on for the first time. Pete, how are you doing, sir? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Good, good. So a lot of people are going to be turning that system on for the first time this week. What are things they should be looking for and maybe smelling for?
4: Yeah, so you, it's common to get a little bit of a smell when you turn that system on. It's perfectly normal. Uh, when you might want to call us, to start to investigate a little bit further if it lingers more than a day or two. If it's something that's going on, um, and a couple obvious tip-offs, anything where you're smelling natural gas at all, that's a that's a red flag, right? We want to turn the system off and have someone come out and look at it. That's something that okay. we can service for sure. Uh, sometimes it is something that can be tied to your gas line and then we have to defer it to the utility companies, but any smell of natural gas, that's not common. We don't want to have that. That's that's red flag number one. Other than that, you might get a little bit of a musty smell or something that's coming out that usually, again, will dissipate within the first day or two once you get your heating system going. Um, and then the other things that come up can be some of that stuff, especially if you have don't have air conditioning and you haven't really turned on your system for months and months uh it could be any number of things that's lingering in there if you've had any with the, all the rain and such that we had this summer um if there was any moisture that's collected in there you could get a little bit of that moldy smell um and then unfortunately sometimes we've we've seen it where uh a critter or two makes their way in there and it, we, it's tough to find out until you turn it on for the first time so we can help with all that but common things when people first fire it up
1: All the more reason for good service. Should people at the same time be thinking about maybe servicing the uh, air conditioning system as it goes into winter?
0: Be a little proactive?
1: Yeah. What a
4: concept. Yeah, the best best thing that we believe you can do for your system, your AC, your furnace, is to get preventative maintenance right. So when you're going to fire it up for the first time this year, it's even better if you just go ahead and schedule a a tune-up. And what we can do then is come out and verify everything's in working order. We can be the ones that turn it on, make sure it's the gas settings are set properly, make sure the electric's working properly and verify that when it's up and running, even if there is a little bit of a smell at first, that it's perfectly normal within the realm of of what we would expect to see. And I think perhaps the most important thing for having a professional like us come out and assist with that startup by doing a preventative maintenance is getting ahead of any problems. Uh, Because a lot of times when we come out there, we can detect when we're doing that preventative maintenance, if there's going to be anything that's going to cause some issues down the road, right? So if we sense that there's a fuse that's going to go or we see some damage on your control board, like a water stain or something, or there's some, some of the electrical connections need to be uh, uh, refitted, that's something that we can get ahead of right then. And it's all the better that we do it now when it's 75 degrees and sunny. Um, as opposed to when you need your furnace most and it's dropped down to 15 degrees outside. And we're getting those first chilly nights. Um, that's obviously the time that you don't want to have it break down. And so much of that stuff can be, can be taken care of early on with some preventative maintenance.
1: How about compatible thermostats um, and, and thermostats that are easy for homeowners to actually use? Can you guys help with that?
4: Yeah, that's a really good question. So we sell a few different types of thermostats that we keep in-house, and then we can install any thermostat that customers may want. That's not something that we typically carry, but we know that every day that goes by there's different, smart thermostats that come out and interact with your home, Wi-Fi compatible. So we carry some of the basic ones uh, on our service technicians' trucks. Uh, You're you're just a standard on-off thermostat, programmable. We have a few different Wi-Fi thermostats that we prefer that we sell. But once again, if it's a brand or a new type that's going to be compatible with a home management system, a Wi-Fi system, um, we can install those as well and get them wired up. And unfortunately, with those, they – as they offer more in the way of features, they also get a little bit more complex from the wiring and, and yeah. uh, interaction with your system. So it's something that we can definitely assist
0: with. Now, Pete, as long as Sharon's Heating and Air Conditioning has been around decades, and you've been a great team partner the Inside Outside Guys taking care of just hundreds of our listeners over the years. Greatly appreciated. My partner here started the show off with doom and gloom and, and getting everyone sad, saying that a, a Grand Home, the Energy Secretary, is going to make everyone have a 95% uh, furnace. What my question to you is, as I'm guessing that's unnecessary, but when you get a call, when you have someone who has a furnace issue, what are the what's most important to them? Is it comfort? Is it cost? Is it taking care of care of the environment environment? What do homeowners, what's the most important thing to them that you've noticed?
4: That's a I don't think I can give a blanket answer on that one. I'd probably say it depends. And the good news is that there are enough options out there that we usually tailor it to what matters to that particular homeowner. Absolutely, we get some that are a little bit more cost-conscious, and we want to give, provide a furnace or a repair that's going to be the most affordable for them in their wallet. Um, but we do have some homeowners that are really concerned about comfort. There are quite a few different features that furnaces have nowadays and variations, so we can tailor it pretty specifically to what, to what they're looking for or even what the footprint of their home presents, uh, especially helping out with some of the issues that some homeowners have with hot rooms and cold rooms, things like that. And then finally, yes, there is a lot of talk about what's going on with the the regulatory aspect of the natural gas furnaces right now. And we do sell high-efficiency furnaces. We currently still sell standard efficiency or 80% efficiency furnaces. Um, We're happy to provide both. In our experience, the... The 95, 96% furnaces, especially the, the entry level ones that don't have quite as many bells and whistles. We typically recommend them because, we, and we're happy to walk through this with a customer. They tend to be for themselves in, in a matter of years, 4 or 5 years or something like that. When you look at the reduction of, of what your utility bill is. We usually right. can't quite say the same with air conditioning because of how little we run it in this state and, and the duration of our summers. But with our winters, um, you know, a lot of times homeowners can get a pretty solid return on upgrading. So, um, right, you know, right. It's, hey,
0: it's, Pete, Pete, I hate to cut mm-hmm. you off, but we got to go to break. Can you stick around in a couple minutes? We got a couple other things we, we didn't get a chance to ask you. Do you mind sticking around? Absolutely. Okay, we'll talk more with Pete when we get back in the break from Sharon's heating and air conditioner. In the meantime, going into winter, the marmalade, the stink bug. All these crazy critters are gonna be come out trying to hibernate in your home, make sure they don't by calling Rove R O V E. That's right. You can find any housing professional that you need at the insideoutside If by any chance you don't see one there you need, just send us an email and we will make sure to refer one to you.
1: We refer contractors and housing professionals
0: every day at the theinsideoutsideguys.com. We are here for you.
1: Absolutely. Right now, we've got Pete Cavarelli on the phone with us from Sharon's Heating and Air Conditioning. And, Pete, we asked you to stick around on a Sunday. I hope you don't mind. Oh, no, happy to do so. God bless you. Uh, we appreciate that you take care of our listeners. A couple things. What areas does Sharon's cover so our listeners know?
4: We cover what i would describe as the western half of metro detroit so we go about as we go as far west as ann arbor as far south is some of the downriver communities like wyandotte um as far north up is uh, to about commerce township and as far west is approximately the woodward area so up uh Berndale, hazel park madison heights around that area so that's our, our rough box that we carry
0: Okay, perfect. We want to make sure we want to make sure you let our listeners know that and give out your contact information as well, please, sir.
4: Yep. You can call our offices at 734-425-1415. And, of course, you can visit us at heating.com And on our website, we actually have uh, a booking widget there. So uh, customers can go in and, and sign up for appointments, and you'll see all our availability right there uh, for everything, whether it's maintenance service or you just want to get a free estimate on a new system. I uh, can all handle it. At, be handled through our website at
0: sharontheating.com. And I just want to go, before I let you go, I want to go back to one thing that uh, we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier. It is so important to people now to get that clean and check done, to get that tune-up done. We all take our cars in periodically when we have a, a chance to. But you don't want to find out in January when it's literally zero outside that you could have avoided this for a minor cost when the weather was, was good. <laughs> so uh, make sure you call Sharon's, people listening out there, for a furnace tune-up and you may not need to call them in January. That's the way you want it, right, Pete?
4: That's that's exactly the way we want it. We like to come out and get ahead of it. Uh, we'd rather do that then than get a call from you at 1 in the morning when it's zero degrees out, you're 100%.
1: <laughs> I respect
0: that. I mean, even though it's an emergency call, nobody wants to wake up to go out to work at 1 o'clock in the morning, so we do respect that very much. Pete, thank you so much for coming coming on with us today, and thank you so, so much for taking great care of our listeners over the years.
4: I appreciate you having me on, guys.
1: Thanks so much. Thank we appreciate you. you guys. Have a great Sunday. Great. Thanks. You too.
0: Thanks. That's Pete Cavariglia from Sharon's Heating and Air Conditioning.
1: Taking time out on a Sunday. I'll tell you, if you own a business, we've said it before, it's a a seven-day-a-week proposition, sometimes, in the words of the Beatles, eight days a week. You got it. All right, everybody, we got the
0: rest of the show to take any questions or calls from you, 888-654-GUYS, equals 888-654-4897. If you want to use WJR line, 800 Eight five nine zero nine five seven. Phone lines are open. I like that. So, I mean, we're we're home. We get to take calls. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Want to make sure I mentioned uh, that people know next Saturday we are going to be at Window World, and we always have such a great time at Window World. It is on Haggerty Road, just north. I'm sorry, I said earlier. I said north, just north of Pontiac Trail. It's a fun time. If you live in the area, come on out. We'd love to see you there. And bring food. Bring non-perishable food items, right?
1: Yep, trying to fill a truck or two. Uh, Mary Sheena, the head of the family, even though she we don't call her the head of the business, she runs that family, and she is such a great personality. And she's putting on, uh, it's just a it, it's a nice event. It's friendly it's it's personable you won't stand out if you show up and don't know anybody and the food is always it's, it's always good, good. they yeah. do they they're they're like my family they center on food it's good stuff <laughs> it's good stuff we love good food don't we buddy? <laughs> we do
0: 654 guys equals 8086544897 want to take a second to address some emails that we've been getting lately, and and unless we address it, we keep getting these emails, and basically the emails say this, um, what should a new water heater cost? What should a new roof cost? What should new siding cost? And if you think about everything in your home that you could ask us that question for, which is literally hundreds of things, please understand that, we can never write you back saying it should cost this much, nor will we ever write back saying it should cost this much. Because
1: Chuck and I can never, ever keep up with the prices. You just can't. It's been a weird market. I mean, generators. Yeah. We can give a range for a residential application, but it's a huge range. It's like eleven to $15,000 for a full house uh, install. That's a that's a tremendous range. You're right. The only way to really find out is to call one of our professionals and have them come out and look at
0: your house. And, and that's what yeah. we do is we'll send you to one of our professionals. But here's what I'm going to tell you right now. If you were to call Sharon's Heating and Sharon's heating Air Conditioning up and get Pete on the phone and say, Pete, I need an 80% furnace. Can you tell me how much it's going to be? He's going to say, no. I have to send my yeah. people the out. The
1: best he can do is, if he did anything, would be to give you a range estimate, which means nothing yeah. until he... They see what you got.
0: Well, well I got to tell you, I can't tell you how many times in my careers people me. would say to me, can you give me a ballpark? I'm not going to hold you to it. <laughs>
1: and, you, and
5: I know why uh, you're laughing because at the beginning
0: of my careers, I'd say, okay, $500. So then job's all done and I go, it's $700. Boy, they said they weren't going to hold me to it, but they do.
1: Well, let me, you skipped a step though. Okay. If you didn't sign the contract for 700 Right. Then shame on you. True. True, 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 true. If you went to work on a range estimate that was verbally given and nothing was signed, I would defend the homeowner. Now that is true. Okay, that is
0: true. But there are things that call change orders <laughs> that happen, and, and we'll continue this conversation because all the guys are trying to do is make it as simple as possible for you, the homeowner, to deal with housing professionals because ninety-five percent of them
1: are honest good. People, i'd say higher right? than that as a matter of fact the one that you and i both feel confident about is victor's home solutions eight 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 six five four guys we'd love to hear from you in the next half hour and matter of fact we've got somebody on the phone right now don't we partner
0: yeah we all know the, wa- the cold weather is coming and Every homeowner out there has a bunch of chores to do before it does, and it sounds like the next caller, Scott from Troy, has one as well. Good morning, Scott. You're on with the guys.
6: Hi, how are you guys doing? I love the show. Thank you, sir. How
0: can we help you today?
6: Well, I was calling. I'm trying to help my mom out. She's got a house in Troy uh, that has a number of trees around the house that need to be removed and a couple more that need to be trimmed. And I'm trying to find somebody that's good and reliable that will be able to do it for me and, and do it this fall as opposed to wait until spring.
0: We have a good, reliable company for you. I think it was last year I was in Birmingham driving down the road, and I saw a uh, company, J.H. Hart, cutting tree limbs. In the old days, they'd have to send a guy up there to cut all the tree limbs. Now they got a tool, a saw that goes up and can trim a tree from the ground and
1: nobody gets hurt. Workers' it, comp benefits there. Oh, yeah. This. <laughs> I'm sure it went
0: down. And they, they're in uh, Sterling Heights, so I'm sure they would go to Troy. Do you have a pen ready, sir?
6: Absolutely, I do.
0: Okay. Uh, let them know the guy sent you, but call 800-404-9390. 9390. Yes. Now, this company, okay. J.H. Hart, they, they're a big company, and they're busy. If they tell you they can't get to this this year, they have a yard that all the other tree companies from around the city bring their trees to their yard. So they, I'm sure they have someone they could refer to you out they
1: that you they work chip with as well. You sell it. Mulch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I had talked to a
6: couple of folks that were recommended by, you know, folks in the Troy Garden Club, as good people, but they're busy doing oak trees and they're tied up till next year. It's Seems amazing. like the good it's guys crazy. are always busy and the bad guys never show up. So, <laughs> well, you're you right. got it. You're and
1: right. insurance is key. Make sure. Yeah, that's one of the things when you refer that company, you know they're insured.
0: I would not let a roofing company, oh, anyone gosh. that gets Scary. up in the air, work on my property without having a current proof insurance in my hand. So that's just some advice, and I here's what I guarantee: you. these companies have their insurances. Yeah, they do. But you want to know that you're safe, all right?
6: Okay. And then they'll be happy to show it to me. So, oh,
0: yeah, actually, good When people used it. to ask me for that, and, and we recommend, and I can still tell you today, I can count on my one hand in 20 years how many people asked me for Nobody it. Nobody asks. But when they asked yeah. me for it, I would simply pick up my phone, call my person, say, "Hey, Tom, can you please I'd get their uh, their email address and then send it over?" That quick.
6: Okay, right? Okay, right, thank you very much. I appreciate it.
1: You're, thank you, Keith listening. We appreciate you. Phone lines are open eight
0: eight eight six five four four eight nine seven. Let's talk to John in Southfield. Good morning, John. You're on with the guys.
5: Good morning, uh, guys. Uh, John Martin calling Southfield. What I was going to ask you was regarding a deck on my house. I live in a tri I have a tri uh, level home. And on the upper level where the master bedroom is in the back of the home, there's a deck that goes out looking over the backyard. It's approximately about 10 by 20 feet, 10 feet wide, 20 feet long. And underneath it uh, is being supported on the front end by four, four by four metal poles. That's pretty sturdy there. And I guess uh, in the back is being supported by a ledger board. I my terminology is right. I'm not a carpenter. Yep. Nope, ledger board. Right. Okay. Where uh, it's bolted through the, it's a brick home, bolted through the brick into, I guess, the structure of the house. Stuff that way. But anyway, it's good and tight there. But I've got their two-by-eight-foot stringers that set about, oh, a foot apart. That goes from the front of the deck. To that ledger board, and the deck itself is a metal deck. I believe it's aluminum and so forth. There's three big sections, uh, and I think it's aluminum. There's no rust or anything on it, but they're tied together by like metal straps, two-inch metal straps, where the where the sheet metal meets and so forth. And what's happened over the years, the house is over 50 years, about 57 years old. And over the years, it's, uh, these straps have kind of loosened, and when water rains and so forth, it's got underneath the straps where the, the metal uh, metal uh, plates meet, and it's done messed up some of the stringers that are underneath there. They're rotten. And I need basically a good carpenter that can help me with, you know, replacing that bad wood and the fascia boards of the uh, of the deck itself, this 2 x four Fascia boards, put together around the deck, they're rotten too. But basically, it's a lot of rotten wood that I need to get somebody, a good carpenter that could help me with that. Yeah, uh, you know anybody that uh, could come into Southfield and well, take care me, of that for me?
0: Let's ask a question first and be totally honest with this question, sir. Do you, if if money wasn't an option, would you just tear it down and rebuild it?
5: Well, I don't it's... think it needs to be torn down. Okay, uh, no. Okay. Uh, you know, whatever the money is, I don't want to, you know, I I think it can be saved. It's not that bad, you know, but it's just. uh, And here's why I ask. Here's why I ask.
0: Because I've been to so many decks where people think they need to be saved and they need to be torn down. Mm -hmm. And everything you described to me sounds like you might be on that precipice there. But to get somebody out, do you have a pen handy?
5: Yes, I do. I've got a pen right here like to get some, you know, somebody to look at it. They can tell me better what's going on.
0: Okay. Um, I'm, uh, I'm going to have you call my son. He'll come out and take a look at it. Um, he looks at these decks all the time. Phone number.
5: You ready? Okay. Go ahead. 248.
0: 248. 535.
5: Five,
0: 535.
5: 1759. Five, One, Nine. And
0: what's his name? Joel. J-O-E-L. Now, he'll come out and take a look at it. If it's something that he doesn't think Uh he can do, he'll refer you to somebody that he knows can do it. But he does a lot of deck maintenance.
5: Oh, okay. Yeah. One of the things they're probably going to
1: suggest to you is to marry new joists to the existing ones. So you're not messing with any fasteners on that decking up above. If that makes okay. any sense, so yeah, it, one, of of the things, one of the things Joel will look at is if there's enough joist left there to marry new joists too, so when you walk through it after it's done, you would see instead of one joist every sixteen inches on center, you might see two.
5: okay, well, that's fine, you know well it's it's uh, and uh, like I said, some of the fascia boards uh, around the front there. They're rotten too, and it just needs—you know—that needs to yeah. be replaced. But I need somebody to look at it and tell me what can be done, and you know, and so forth like that. I do want to say that it's—I uh, I don't want to enclose it. It's a nice open deck, looking over the backyard into the woods and so forth. Yes, sure. Our life, so sure. I wanna, sure. I wanna keep it. So, okay, then his name is Joe, and I'll give him a call. Maybe he can stop by and, you know, give me some ideas what can be done and so forth, and we can take it from there.
0: Thank you, John. We appreciate your call, sir.
5: I thank you for uh, talking to me. Uh Bye. You're welcome, sir. Goodbye. bye
0: All right, let's stick to the phones and talk to Maria from Canada. Good morning, Maria. You're on with the guys.
2: Hi. A few weeks ago, one of you said you put something in the garage in the fall so the rats and the mice don't make a home in there.
0: Put something in there. I, I mean, if I have a garage and I'm not worried about domesticated pets, I'm just going to use a cube mouse and a rat poison.
1: Remek, R-E-M-E-K, makes a good one available at Farmer R-E-M-E-K. Farm R-E-M-E-K. Correct. Okay. Yeah. That's what we to use.
2: I'm to put under the deck in the winter.
0: Oh, they're, oh, under the deck. Okay, yeah, that'd be good.
1: I've used decon rat and mice uh, baits as well, and had good luck with them over time, keeping both of them out of spaces I don't want them in. Yep, yep.
2: yep. Is that what you're looking Remick for? Remick and, and decon. Yes. R-E-M-E-K and decon. R e m e k and d e c o n. Yep. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank
1: you're welcome. You. Really good
0: job. <laughs> you said they I you. they leave Thank and they you. go look
2: for water and they they just go away.
0: Exactly. Exactly. They're, once they eat that poison, they're going to get really thirsty, and it's all the water they're going to drink isn't going to help. They're going to die. So. Oh, God's sake. Okay. <laughs>
6: Thanks, Maria. Okay. We appreciate it. Thank you very, you very been. much. You're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. Bye.
1: And if if you aren't of that ilk, we do have Rove R O V E Pest Control. Yeah, there's a <laughs> uh,
0: a, a page out there, a social media page, with this guy takes night vision and he goes to farms where all the corn silos are oh my God. and he sits there with his night vision with a pellet gun and just shoots hundreds i mean it looks like a lot of fun i'd really enjoy it. just shoots hundreds of rats i've
1: told the story of poisoning rats by a corn crib neighbors a neighbor that had joined my property had corn cribs and the, something got in my dog food i mean Chewed right through the thick plastic. That is
0: amazing. That is am- Squirrels do that.
1: Yeah. I had a good buddy that was into those, he, his customers are farmers. He said, I'll get you some poison. He said, give it a few days. And I put this poison out at the barn, and within a few days, I found I, so many bodies of rats. It really? Was just, but I never had one again.
0: There are so many people scary. out there
1: that have rats in their neighborhood and they have no idea what they look like.
0: <laughs> they don't see them. They, They're yeah.
1: big and scary. <laughs> and
0: ugly. <laughs> you know, we have great HVAC team partners here on the Inside Outside guys.
1: And what Chuck and I really
0: like to do is, is get different team partners for different um, areas of the city. So you heard uh, uh, Sharon's a minute ago over on the far west side. Well, on the far east side, we have a company that is, just as great. You hear about them all the time on WJR. CNC heating and cooling. Again, before that cold weather gets here, make sure you spend a little now in October before you have to spend a lot in January. Get a tune-up.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Boy, I'll tell you what. We were just doing a parental uh, class. <laughs> we Break. have eight kids the behind and us. I talk about. <laughs> Our kids are
0: older. But here's the advice I give all new citizens. parents. They're good citizens. All new parents. I don't care how young those kids are. You never let them win.
1: I always talk kids. I used to win. train them when they were still in the womb. Here you go. This is dad. We're going to get along fine as long I, as you do what you're
0: supposed to. I took a plane ride one time with a gentleman. He sat in a seat next to me. We're heading to Arizona. He uh, worked for the adoption agency, and I said... How late is too late? He said, Ken, I've seen kids at six months that have picked up such bad habits at six months, years old, that you feel like it's too late. And and so many people go, six months, no way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Eight eight kids between us, I think we have a little experience, eh? Just a bit. Just a bit. Just like housing. And we're blessed. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> you know, we have great kids, great kids, and I have another grandchild on the way, and I'm absolutely oh, thrilled cool. about it. cool. I'm absolutely thrilled about it. Eight 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 six five four guys equals 888 4897 Got a few minutes left to get in your phone calls, just like Rod from Southfield. Good morning, Rod. You're on with the Inside Outside Guys on WJR.
2: Yes so there guys uh, thank you love your show uh yeah I I, I live in uh, Southfield Township and I have a house uh, a ranch house that was built in the 1950s and I have overhang going all the way around the house with the air vents going uh, into the attic well several several years ago I had fiberglass blown into the attic um, and they they also put in the styrofoam baffles that are attached to the uh, roof joist, and I'm uh, getting a new roof put in and a guy came out and took a look in the attic and he says well whoever put the fiberglass in they blew in and they covered all the air vents and the overhang and that and not only that but the styrofoam uh, vents that are uh, uh, that are attached to the roof joist are all coming down so the question is what can I do about this
0: so then pl- plugging those vents led to the early demise of your roof, and, I mean, it's not that yeah, tough. Yeah, I mean, I would just get back yeah. there and pull that away from those vents, maybe even take a good leaf blower and blow it up through those vents once you're done to try to it. To, to you eliminate. might try
1: a really good shop back and buy there some extended hose and shove it through because your problem is to get the insulation out of the vented soffit right now, right?
2: Yes, Exactly.
1: And then to resecure yeah. those styrofoam baffles, you can buy those. You can buy a 100-pack of those for $20. bucks.
0: they are very inexpensive.
1: And they make what they call a hammer staple or hammer stapler. There's about 20 different names for it, but it works like a hammer, but it has staples in it. And you staple through the flange on those baffles. And, and I might try to reinstall new ones rather than... To try to fix old ones. Because they're so cheap. You're right. Just go in there
0: and literally rip rip it out. out. Rip it out.
1: Pull that insulation back. Yeah. And then then after those are in there, if you stuff some fiberglass bat on top of the wall, it'll go from the top of the wall to the underside of the baffle. Can you picture that? From the top Top of the outside wall. wall. to the underside okay. of the baffle before it goes out to the overhang. Oh,
2: that's I where it see. Stops
1: and then push your cellulose up to it because that's how it should mm-hmm. have been done originally.
2: Yes, I'm having uh, uh, Victor's Home Solutions put a new roof on, uh, and I wonder if they could do that uh, for me. Oh, sure. I'm an old guy. Oh, absolutely. I'm
1: an old guy, and, oh, uh, an old guy too. Know. If if they are replacing any decking that's hey. when they want to do it yep yeah, yeah they're and,
2: replacing the whole roof yeah
0: oh oh well you got a great company to do it and yeah give a give your salesperson a call and let them know what you want to do and they can definitely take care of that for you we've seen them put that stuff in on the job site
2: yeah well that's the whole that's the whole deal i know they're going to put in uh, some other uh another product another way of doing that uh the, the air vents which I don't quite understand yet, but um, yeah, I would like to. I would, I, I'm too old to get up there in that attic and and do that job. So, sure, uh, sure,
1: I get that. I'd like to get
2: somebody else to do it. Yeah, but, but here's what you I, ask: I... tell
0: them tell them you want before and after pictures. Have them take a picture before they do it. Have them t- show you some pictures when they're done.
1: You're oh, doing yeah. that for future home right. buyers. Yeah, yeah.
2: The fiberglass guys, they just blew it in all over the place. And I asked them, did you make sure you don't cover the vents? And of course, they did.
0: <laughs> I wish we could say that we'd never heard that before, but unfortunately, we hear it way too much.
2: <clears throat> yes, I have one more question. Uh, I, I have a water uh, gas, put in a gas water heater several years ago, and I wanted to put in a new uh, anode rod in. And so I went over to Home Depot, bought everything, the socket and everything. And then I uh, and then I um, was looking for the knockout at the top of the hot water heater, and I couldn't find a place to put the anode rod in.
1: There so, should already be or an anode rod.
2: Hot is a gas hot water heater. Pardon me.
0: Yeah, there's a gas, it's, it's a gas water heater that should already have an anode rod in it and sounding like it's not there anymore, so there should be access for it, right, Chuck?
1: There should be the top well, of okay. a hex head nut on top of the unit, and that is yes, literally. And for... Go ahead.
2: Exactly. And that's exactly right. There should be a knockout, and I bought the, the socket. It's one and one sixteenth uh, socket that goes in that should do that, but there isn't any access at the top of the hot water heater to put one in. Okay, but oh here's what gosh, I suggest. A- yeah.
0: Here's what I suggest you do because we're ahead. up against the clock. Go to go to YouTube. Punch in that name of that water heater and anal rod. I guarantee you're going to find a video how to do it. So okay. whatever that is, that's the only thing we can say because it makes no sense that you can't find it. so, if there's something special about that water heater, you want to try to look it up, and there should be somebody somewhere showing you how to do that
2: on on youtube yeah' well, I know how to do it if the, if I, if I, yeah, I know how to do it if I could find the knockout or you know but there. there's nothing at the top of the hot water heater that's the that's what the question is
1: yeah if if one doesn't exist, then we would be taking doing exactly what Ken said. Take the make and model, go to YouTube, see what they suggest. That's
0: all we got for you, buddy. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you, everybody, for listening today. Thank you, everybody, for trusting the inside-outside guys with any and all of your housing needs. Thank you for the two guests we had today, Pete from Sharon's Heating and Cooling, and then our friends from Douglas Water Conditioning, Great uh, great new team partner. Yep,
1: we're excited about it.
0: Again, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Danielle, back at the studio. During the week, if you need anything for your home, and we mean anything for your home, go to theinsideoutsideguys.com because from the roof to the basement, the street to the back fence, if you need it, the Inside Outside Guys are here for you today and every
6: day.